Okay, so still under credit transactions, we will proceed to discussing what is a deposit. So we will cover articles 1962 to 2009. <clears throat> so what is deposit in general and its different kinds? A deposit is constituted from the moment a person receives a thing belonging to another with the obligation to safely keeping it and returning the same if the safekeeping of the thing delivered is not the principal purpose of the contract there is no deposit but some other contract so the thing is again a deposit is constituted from the moment a person receives a thing belonging to another with the obligation of safely keeping it so you have the obligation to safely keep it and then return the same if the safekeeping of the, de- of the thing delivered is not the principal purpose of the contract definition the above article in effect gives the definition of a contract of deposit the term deposit is derived from the word depositum from the roman law governing law the classification of deposits in civil deposit governed by the old civil code and commercial deposit governed by the code of commerce has been abolished by the civil code in all deposits whether civil or commercial the now primarily co- regulated by title 12 book 5 book 4 of the new civil code subject to its transitional provisions characteristics of this contract number one it's a real contract like common datum and mutuum because it's perfected by delivery of the subject matter when the deposit is gratuitous it is unilateral contract because only the depositary has an obligation but when the deposit is for compensation the juridical relation created becomes bilateral because it gives rise to obligations on both in the part of both depositary and depositor so here we see that deposit is gratuitous it is unilateral contract because ang depository raman ang nai obligation but when the deposit is for compensation so dapat na siya uh, compensation the juridical relation becomes of bilateral because it gives rise to obligations on both parts so safekeeping principal purpose of the contract effect before safekeeping only a necessary obligation the principal purpose of the contract of deposit is for safekeeping the thing delivered so that if the safekeeping is only an accessory or secondary obligation of the recipient of the thing deposit is not constituted but some other contract like this common datum and agency thus the delivery of money to a person so that he may make payment or invest the money for the account of the giver or documents or go- records a lawyer hired to present a party to suit cannot be regarded as constituting a deposit but only as an agency here the principal end of the contract is representation by one another and not the custody and preserving the thing delivered balance of commission account in agent's possession that principal disposal appropriated by the agent when the balance uh, of the commission account remains in the possession of the agent the principal disposal the same acquires at once the character of deposit which the former must return to restore to the latter at the time it's demanded the agent undoubtedly commits this, the crime of a staffa if he appropriates or diverts it to his own use. It can only become his his as a loan. So if expressly agreed by its owner, who could uh, then be obligated not to demand it until the expiration of the legal or uh, stipulated period. Okay. Dollars deposited with banks sold by bank, which created peso proceeds to depositors' current account. Where the document which embodies the contract states that US dollars in cash were received by bank for safekeeping, 
The subsequent act of the parties also showed that the intent was really for the bank to safely keep the dollars and return it to the plaintiff who demanded to return the money about five months later. The above arrangement is the contract of deposit defined under Article 1962. The bank violates its oblig- obligation if it sells the dollars and cannot defeat the plaintiff's claim by asserting that the peso proceed of the sale were properly credited to the latter's current account. Okay, the depository cannot make use of the thing deposited except only in two instances are in Article 1977. Okay, so naagid provision no deposit distinguished from mutuom. The distinguished are as the distinctions are follows. In deposit, the principal purpose is safekeeping or mere custody, while in mutuum, the consumption of the subject matter. In deposit, the depositor can demand the return of the subject and matter at will, while in mutuum, the lender must wait until the expiration of the period granted by the debtor. In deposit, both movable and immovable property may be the object, while in mutuum, only money and any other fungible thing. Deposit distinguished from comodatum. The following are the distinctions. In deposit, the principal purpose is safekeeping. So, comodatum, if uh, principal purpose in deposit is safekeeping, while in comodatum, the transfer of use. The deposit was gratuitous, while in comodatum, is essentially and always gratuitous. No? So, deposit, pwede man sa sometimes if you ask for payment as you deposit. In extrajudicial deposit, only movable things may be object, while in comodatum, both movable and immovable property may be the object. No, so sa extrajudicial, pwede siya movable, pwede siya immovable. No. Uh, article 1963. Again, Article 1963. An agreement to constitute a deposit is binding, but the deposit itself is not perfected until the delivery of the thing. Binding effect of the agreement to deposit. A deposit is a real contract and is therefore perfected only upon the delivery of the object of the contract. Where there had been no delivery, there is merely an agreement to deposit, which however is binding and enforceable upon the parties. Hence, a contract of future deposit is consensual. Okay. Article 1964 A deposit may be constituted judicially or extrajudicially. Creation of deposit. A deposit may be created by virtue of a court order or by law or not by the will of the parties. This is the reason why the code employs the word constituted in defining Article 1962 and classifying under Article 1964 deposit. In deposit, it is essential that the depositor is tari is not the owner of the property deposited. Kinds of deposit. Deposit is either judicial or one which takes place when an attachment or seizure of property in litigation is ordered. Extrajudicial, which may be voluntary or one wherein the delivery is made by the will of the depositor or by two or more persons, each of whom believes himself entitled to the thing deposited. And, uh, then, uh, there are two kinds of extrajudicial, voluntary, and um, the second one is necessary, or one made in compliance with legal obligation or in the cohesion of any calamity or by travelers in hotels and inns or by travelers with common carriers. A deposit is a gratuitous contract except where there is agreement to the contrary or unless the depositary is engaged in a business of storing goods. No? So, kaning a deposit is gratuitous or not. But there are exceptions. No? If there is an agreement or unless the depositary is engaged in a business of storing goods. Contract of deposit generally gratuitous. A contract of deposit is generally gratuitous where there is contrary stipulation. 
The first exception is recognized in the general rule in contracts that the parties may establish any stipulation they may deem convenient, provided it's not contrary to law, good morals, good customs, public order, or public policy. Where is depository engaged in business of starting? The second exception is based on the fact that depository is engaged in business of starting goods. In the case of a warehouse meant for compensation and not out of pure generosity. Where property saved by destruction without knowledge of the owner. In involuntary deposit where property is saved from the destruction during a calamity by another person without the knowledge of the owner, the latter is bound to pay the former just compensation. Article 1966. Only movable things may be the object of a deposit. Subject matter of a deposit. Only movable or personal property may be the object of extrajudicial deposit. So, pwede siya movable, pwede siya na. Only movable or personal property may be object of extrajudicial deposit, whether voluntary or necessary. So, dapat movable or, siya or personal. Kanang extrajudicial. Article 1966 proceeds from the object of the deposit, which is safekeeping of a thing. The possibility that the thing may disappear or may be lost or stolen is not present in the real property. Thus, the delivery of the keys of a house cannot be considered as deposit the same. And entrusting its care and custody is juridically an agency. Agency, you are not really uh, doing deposit. Judicial deposit, however, may cover movable as well as immovable property. No, Its purpose being to protect the rights of the parties in suits. So, the purpose of a judicial deposit is to protect the rights of the parties to a suit. Only corporeal things contemplated. Article 196 does not embrace incorporeal or intangible property such as rights and actions, for it follows that a person of the honor, whenever he goes, and is not by reason of its incorporeality, susceptible to the study of tangible sense that the deposit is juridically understood. Through, through it is the deeds or the documents in which those rights are contained can be the object of deposit. In such case, they are only the materialized and representative expression of the rights, only corporeal things. Uh, things compl- con- contemplated. Article 1967. An extrajudicial deposit is either voluntary or necessary. Kinds of deposit is generally voluntary. Deposit is generally voluntary. It becomes necessary in the three cases mentioned in Articles 1966 and 1998 when made in compliance with a legal obligation or on the occasion of any calamity or by travelers in hotels and inns. The deposit of goods made by travelers or passengers with common carriers may be regarded as necessary. So let's start with voluntary deposit. What is voluntary deposit? So let's read article 1968. A voluntary deposit is that wherein the delivery is made by the will of the depositor. The deposit may also be made by two or more persons, each of whom believes himself entitled to the thing deposited with the third person who shall deliver it to the proper case to the one whom it belongs. Voluntary deposit defined. A voluntary deposit is one wherein the delivery is made by the will of the depositor. Okay, voluntary meaning the will of the depositor. Ordinarily, there are only two persons involved. Sometimes, however, the depositary may be the third person. Voluntary and necessary deposits distinguish. The chief difference between a voluntary deposit and a necessary deposit is that the former, the depositor has complete freedom in choosing the depositary, whereas the latter, lack of free choice of the depositor. So, wala. No. Ang usa necessary, wala jukay choice. Depositor need not be the owner of the thing. Generally, the depositor must must be the owner of the thing deposited. 
but it may belong to a person other than depositor. Thus, a courier, commission agent, or lessee may, be, may deposit goods temporarily in his possession considering that the contract does not involve the transfer of ownership. As a matter of fact, the depository cannot dispute the title of the depositor that thing deposited. The depository is in stopple. Now, as a matter of fact, ang depository cannot dispute the title of the depositor the thing deposited. So, kung kung nai-deposit si mo, di ka ka-question niya, ikaw di tagihan eh. No? So, you are not uh, able to do that. Now, thus, a current commission they may deposit goods temporarily in possession considering the contract does not involve the transfer of ownership. Anyway, a depository, uh, a contract of deposit doesn't involve uh, really uh, transfer of ownership. Where there are several depositors. Two or more persons, each claiming to be entitled to a thing, may deposit the same with a third person. In such case, the third person assumes the obligation to deliver to the one whom it belongs. The action to compel the depositors to settle the conflicting claims among themselves would be in the nature of interpleader. Section 1, Rule 62 of the Rules of Court. Here, one of the depositors is not the owner. No. Article 1969, a contract of deposit may be entered into orally or in writing. Form of contract of deposit. The above article follows the general rule that contracts shall be obligatory in whatever form that they have been entered into, provided all the essential requisites for their validity are present. Thus, except for the delivery of the thing, there are no formalities required for the existence of the contract. No, It says here that it can be uh, done. No? The other article, what are the elements of a contract? First, it should be a COC, mana, no? a Tony Monix, Anna. C is that there should be a consideration, a cause or consideration. Uh, there should be an object certain, which is the subject matter of the case. And there should be consent of both parties. No? So, the above article uh, tells us that there's no requirement. It could be orally or it could be in writing. Uh, article 1970, a person having capacity to contract accepts a deposit made by one who is incapacitated the former shall be subject to all the obligations of a depositary and may be compelled to return the thing by the guardian or administrator the person who made the deposit or by the latter himself or he should acquire capacity so kung ako tao, having the capacity to contract uh, contract accepts a deposit made by the one who is incapacitated so bata baron or uh uh Imbecile, no? The former shall be subject to all the obligation. So, kinsa may former dali? Okay. Shall be subject to all obligations of the depositary. So, katong nagdawat. <laughs> Naaniyatanan. And may be compelled to return. So, pwede ni uuli sa guardian or administrator, the person who made the deposit or by natter himself. So, there is a definition here in the footnotes about interpleader proper. Whenever a conflicting claims among upon the same subject matter or may be filed against a person who claims no interest whatever is the subject matter or an interest which in whole or in part is not disputed by the claimants may bring an action against the conflicting claimants to compel them to interplead and litigate their several claims among themselves so ang nag-file na katong third person no? so para magka sinabot na mo kinsagin akong tagaan na nikisama kayo masimog analis and that's it so, muna Article 1970, where the depository incapacitated and the depositor incapacitated. So, if the depository is capacitated, he is subject to all the obligations of the depository, whether or not the depositor is capacitated. 
in the later case, in the latter case, the depository must return the property to the legal representative of the incapacitated, incapacitated or the depositor himself if he should acquire capacity. Under the law, persons are capable not allege the incapacity of those with whom they contract. Under the law, persons who are capable cannot allege the incapacity of those with whom they contract. Hindi ka allege na incapacitated siya. Article 1971 If the deposit has been made by capacitated person with another who is not. So, ang deposit, nagkuyog sila. Ang usak ay... Okay. If the deposit has been made by a capacitated person with another who is not, duha sila yung usakay not capacitated, the depositor shall only have an action to recover the thing deposited while it's still in the possession of the depository or to compel the latter to pay him the amount by which he may be enriched or benefited himself with the thing or its price. However, if a third person who acquired the thing acted in bad faith, the depositor may bring an action against him for its recovery. So, kung ang deposit ko no, it's made by a capacitative person with another who is not. So, here, it's the depository which has the problem, no? So, ang depository na said ang incapacitated. So, the depositor shall only have an action to recover the thing deposited what it's still in the possession of the depository or to compel the latter to pay him the amount by which he may be enriched or benefited himself with the thing or his price. However, the third person who acquired the thing acted in bad faith. Uh, the depositor may bring an action against him for the recovery. No, So, the incapacitated depository like a minor or insane does not incur the obligation of the depository. However, he is liable to return the thing deposited was still in his possession. So, pwede niya mauli. Yeah, pwede sa niya to pay the depositor the amount by which he may have benefited himself with the thing or its price. So, pwede niya uli or ang price niya. Example, a deposited, uh, A deposited a watch with B, a minor who sold it to C. So, yung gibaligya ni C. If C acted in bad faith, uh, him, A may recover the watch from him. So, pwede ra, no? aware siya. If C acted in good faith, if C acted in good faith, uh, A's only recourse is against B to compel him to return the price received. So, kung, kung innocent buyer town si C ba, ang action na gini A is to, kanang pabayro niya si B, kay C already acquired it no? by virtue of his good faith. Okay, Article 1972, the depository is obliged to keep and the thing safely and return it when required to the depositor or to his heirs and successors or to the person who may have been designated in the contract. His responsibility with regard to the safekeeping and the loss of the thing shall be governed by the provisions of title of one of this book. If the deposit is gratuitous, the fact shall be taken into account in determining the degree of care that the depository must observe. Ob- obligation to give the thing deposited and return it. The safekeeping and the return of the thing when required are the two primary obligations of the depository, degree of care. Ordinarily, the depository must exercise over the thing deposited the same diligence as he would exercise over his property for two reasons. First, because it is an essential requisite of the judicial relation which involves the depositor's confidence in his good faith and trustworthiness. Second, because of the presumption that the depositor in choosing the depository took into account the dil- diligence 
which the depository is accustomed with respect to his own property. Okay, and then depository cannot excuse himself from liability in, in the event of loss by claiming that he exercised the same amount of care uh, toward the thing deposited toward him in circumstances. Okay, so we have here uh, the, the rules that are applicable. The liability of the depositary for the care and delivery of things is governed by the rules of obligation. He is liable if the loss occurs through his fault no, or negligence. So, iyan ang responsibility. Even if the thing was insured, the loss of the thing while in his possession ordinarily raises a presumption of fault on his part. So, kuana automatic siya na. The required degree of care is greater if the deposit is for the compensation that when it is gratuitous. This is similar to the rule of agency and in common carriers. But even if it is gratuitous, due care must still be exercised. Okay, the, the return before specified term, the thing deposited must be returned to the depositor when, whenever he claims it, even, even though a specified term or time for such may have been stipulated in the contract. Illustrative case. Trust fund which trustee mixed with his own and deposited in a bank to his personal account was lost through force majeure. Facts. A had in his possession a trustee or agent the sum of 6,000 belonged to B as head of the church. A mixed this trust fund with his own and deposited the whole in a bank to his personal account or credit. Shortly thereafter and during the war of the revolution, A, A was arrested by the military authorities as a political prisoner and the entire deposit was confiscated by the government. Issue, should A be made responsible for the loss of money? Okay, the answer is no. By placing the money in the bank and mixing it with his personal funds, A did not hereby assume an obligation different from any other that he would have lain if such deposit had been made, nor did he thereby make himself liable to pay the money in all hazards. If the money had been forcibly taken from his pocket or from his house or by the military forces, of the combatants during a state of war, he would have been exempt from responsibility. The fact that he placed the trust funds in the bank in his personal account did not add to his responsibility. Sending opinions when A mixed the trust fund with his own and deposited the bank in the bank to his personal account, he stamped of the said fund his own private marks and clothed it with all the protection it had. If this money had been deposited in the name of A or trusting agent, the military authorities would have not confiscated it for that reason and they were looking for the insurgent funds only. Article 1973 Unless there is a stipulation to the contrary, the depository cannot deposit the thing with a third person. If deposit with a third person is allowed, the depository is liable for the loss if he deposited the thing with a person who manifestly carelessly unfit. The depository is responsible for the negligence of his employees. Obligation not to transfer deposit. Unless authorized by express stipulation, the depository is not allowed to deposit the thing the third person because deposit is founded in trust and confidence and it can be supposed that the depositor in choosing the depository had taken into consideration the latter's qualification liability for loss. Under Article 1973, the depositor is liable for the loss of the thing deposited if he transferred deposit with a third person with authority, therefore no negligence in his part. Uh, although there is no negligence in his part, he deposits the thing with a third person who is manifestly careless or unfit, and the thing lost is through negligence of his employees, whether the, empl- 
the latter was manifestly careless or not. Exception for liability, the, the, the depositor is not responsible in case the thing is lost without negligence of the third person with whom he was allowed to deposit the thing. Just third person is not is not manifestly careless or unfit. Article 1974, the depository may change the way of deposit if under circumstances he may reasonably presume that the depositor would consent to the change if he knows the facts of the situation. However, before the depositary may make such change, he shall notify the depositor of and wait for his decision unless delay would cause danger. Obligation not to change the way of deposit. The depository may change the way or manner of deposit if there are circumstances indicating that the depositor would consent to change. However, the depository should first notify the depositor and wait for the latter's decision. This requirement may not be dispensed unless delay with such danger. It allows the general rule that the depositor must take good care of the thing with the diligence of good father of a family. The depository holding certificates, bond securities, in must, which earn interest shall be bound to collect the latter when it becomes due and take steps as may be necessary in order the securities may preserve their value and the rights corresponding to them according to law. The above provision shall apply to contracts for rent or safety deposit boxes. Obligation to collect interest or chooses in action. If the, if the thing deposited should earn interest, the depositor is under the obligation to collect the interest and becomes due and takes steps to be necessary to preserve the value and the rights corresponding to it. Thus, the depository negotiable promissory note has been dishonored by an unpayment. The must give notice to the dishonor to endorsers. For under the law, endorsers to whom such notice is not given are discharged from liability. So, under Article 975, the depository is bound to collect not only the interest but also the capital itself when due. Contract for rent or safety deposit. A contract for rent of safety deposit boxes is not an ordinary contract of lease of things but a special kind of deposit. Hence, it's not strictly governed by the provisions on a deposit. It's not an ordinary contract of lease, but a special kind of deposit. Hence, it's not strictly governed by the provisions of deposit. The prevailing rule of the United States is that relation within a bank and renting a safety deposit box in a customer with respect to the conduct is that of a bailer and a bailey. Thus, the prevailing rule appears to be that where is a safe deposit company leases a safe box or safe to take possession of the box and safe therein, he secures and rather the relation of the bailey and bailer is created between the parties in transaction to such securities. The fact that the safe deposit does not, not know, it's not expected, shall know. No. The access of the contents of the safety deposit box can be had retained by the lessee. Does not operate to alter the foregoing. The argument that there is not in case of delivery rejected by the courts reasonably to be considered as latter rather than the former since the company is by nature and contract given the absolute control to access the property and depositor cannot gain access thereto without the consent and active participation of the company. Unless there is a stipulation of the contrary, the depository may coming go green and other articles in the same kind of company in which the various depositors shall own and have a proportionate interest of the mass. The depository cannot make use of the thing deposited without the express interest. Uh, we will stop there. But here, uh, we will continue this and stop. Uh, okay. So we will just read the articles, articles 1976, unless there is a stipulation the contrary, the Pacific common goal, other articles, the same kind of quality in which the various depositors shall have a proportionate interest in the mass.
the depository cannot make use of the thing deposited without the express permission of the depositor. Otherwise, you shall be liable for damages. However, when the preservation of the thing deposited requires its use, it must be used, but only for that purpose. Article 1978. When the depository has permission to use the thing deposited, the contract loses the concept, the concept of deposit and becomes a loan or common datum, except where safekeeping is still the principal purpose of the contract. So safekeeping should be the principal purpose. The permission shall not be presumed and its existence must be proved. Okay? And then, Article 1971. The dis- depository is liable for the loss of the thing through its event if it's so stipulated. No, so if it's stipulated, if he uses the thing without the depositor's permission, if he uh, if he delays its return, so if he uses the thing without the depositor's permission, and then if he delays its return, then for if he allows others to use it, even himself may have been, if though he himself may have authorized the use of the same. So number one, if so stipulated, if he uses the thing without, if he use S U uh, D, if he delays its return. And then if he allows others to use it. So sudo ha sudo. You will be liable for for this event if it's you sudo. Deposit is sudo. Sudo. Liability for loss of Article 198 fixed savings and current deposits of money in banks to similar institutions shall be governed by the provisions of concerning simple loan. And then we have article 1981 when the thing deposited is delivered and closed and sealed the depositor must return it to the same condition and he shall be liable for damages should the seal or lock be broken through his fault fault on the part of the depositor is presumed unless there is proof of contrary as regards to the value of the thing deposited the statement of the depositor shall be accepted where the forcible opening is imputable to the depository should there be no proof to the contrary however the courts may pass upon the credibility of the depositor with respect to the value claimed by him the seal of luck is broken with or without the depositor's fault he shall, be, shall keep the secret of the deposit when it becomes necessary to open the lock box or receptacle the depository is presumed authorized to do so if the key have been delivered to him or when the instructions of the deposit or regards to the deposit cannot be executed without opening the box. Article 193. The thing deposited shall be returned with all its products, accessories, and accessions. Should a deposit consist of money, the provisions relative to the agents under Article 89.6 shall be applied to the depository. Article 194. The depository cannot demand that the depositor prove his ownership of the thing deposited. Nevertheless, should he discover the thing was being stolen, who is true owner, he must advise the latter the deposit. Yeah. Who its true owner is, and the thing been stolen, and who its true owner, he must advise the latter to the deposit. If the owner is in spite of such information, does not claim it within the period of one month, the depository shall be relieved of all its responsibility by returning the deposited to the depositor. If the depository has have reasonable grounds to believe that the thing had been unlawfully acquired by the depositor, the former may return the same. Article 1985 Where there are two or more depositors, if they are not solidary and the thing admits of division, each one cannot demand more than his share. So, if depositors, if they are not solidary, the thing admits of division, each one cannot demand more than his share. When there is solidarity in the thing does not admit of division, the division and the articles one to one two and one to one four shall govern. However, if there is a stipulation, the thing should be 
returned to money the depositor shall return it to the person designated article 1986 the depositor should lose his capacity to contract after having made a deposit the thing cannot be returned except for persons who may have administration of his property and rights and then article 1988 the thing deposited must be returned to the depositor upon demand even though a specified period or time for such return may have been fixed this provision shall not apply when the thing is judicially attached while in depositor's possession or should have been notified the position of a third person to the return or removal of the thing deposited in this case the depositor must immediately inform the depositor of the attachment of or opposition the thing deposited must be returned to the depositor upon demand even though a specified period of time such return may have been fixed this provision shall not apply when the thing is judicially attached while in the depositor's possession or should have been notified the opposition of the third person to the return or the removal of the thing deposited in these cases the depository must immediately inform the depositor of the attachment or the opposition article 1989 unless the deposit is for valuable consideration the depository who may have justifiable reason for not keeping the thing deposited may even before the time designated return it to the depositor and if the latter should refuse to receive it if the depository may secure consignation from the court Unless the deposit is for valuable consideration, the depository who may have justifiable reasons for not keeping the thing deposited may even before the time designated return it to the depositor if the latter should refuse to receive it. The depositor may secure its consignation from the court. If the depository by force majeure or government order loses the thing and receives the money or another thing in place, it shall deliver the sum or other thing to the depositor. The depositor's ear who in good faith may have sold the thing which he did not know was deposited shall only be bound to return the price he may have received or to assign his right to action against the buyer in case in case the price had not been paid article 1992 if the deposit is gratuitous the depositor is obliged to reimburse the depository for the expenses he had been incurred for the preservation of the thing deposited Article 1993, the depositor shall reimburse the depositor for any loss arising in the character of the thing deposited unless the time for the constitution of the deposit was not aware of or was not expected to know the dangerous nature of the thing or unless the deposited was aware of the without advice of the depositor. And that the former was not aware of or was not expected to know the dangerous character of the thing unless the notified the depository of the same the latter was aware of it without advice from the depositor article 1966 a deposit is necessary when it's made in compliance with legal obligation it takes place in the occasion of any calamity fire storms pillage a shipwreck or other similar events the deposit referred to in number one of the preceding article shall be governed by the provisions of law establishing it and in case of deficiency by the rules of voluntary deposit the deposit mentioned number two in preceding article shall be regulated by the provisions of concerning voluntary deposit and article 2168 the deposit effects made by travelers in hotels in shall be regarded as necessary the keepers of hotels or in shall be responsible for them as depositaries provided that notice was given to them or to their employees or to the effects brought by the guests and that on the part of the latter they had they take precautions which said hotel as, as their substitutes advice relative to the care and vigilance of their effects the hotel keeper is liable for vehicles animals and articles which had been introduced or placed in the annexes of their hotels 
Article 2000 responsibility referred in two preceding articles shall be include the loss or injury of personal property of guests caused by servants giver but not that they may proceed from force majeure. The fact that travelers are constrained to rely on the vigilance of the keeper of hotel inn shall be considered in determining the degree of care required by him. Okay, 2001. The act of thief robbers who has entered the hotel is not deemed force majeure unless it is done with the use of arms or true irresistible force. No, use of arms or true irresistible force. The hotel keeper is not liable for compensation if the loss is due to acts of guests, his family, servants, or or if the loss arises from the character of things brought into the hotel. The hotel keeper cannot free himself from responsibility by posting notices into effect that he is not liable for articles brought by the guests. Any stipulation between the hotel keeper and guests whereby the responsibility of the former set forth in Article 1 is suppressed or diminished shall be void. The hotel keeper has the right to retain the things brought in the hotel as a security for credits and haunting lodging and supplies usually furnished in the hotel guests. Sequestration of judicial deposit. 2005. A judicial deposit or sequestration takes place wherein attachment or seizure or property in litigation is ordered. Movable as well as immovable property may be the object of sequestration. The depository or property where objects sequestrated cannot be relieved of his responsibility until the controversy which give rise thereto has come to an end unless the court so orders. The depository or property sequestrated is bound to comply with respect to the same with all the obligations good father of a family. Article 2009 As a matter not provided for this code, judicial sequestration shall be governed by the rules of court.